today is Tuesday, January 30th, 2024. Libs turn on Biden. Snoop Dogg and The Rock start praising Trump. They are hedging their bets for 2024. What will be the new PSYOP that they will trot out? There's no way they're going to allow this to continue. Things are too good for Donald Trump right now. What are they going to reach into the grab bag and pull out? We think we figured it out. We think the NFL is fake. We think Taylor Swift is fake. And we got it all locked in. We'll present to you our theory on this program. Trump campaign National Press Secretary Caroline Levitt joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Make sure if you are going to be going into the year 2024 with your eyes wide open that you avoid all psyops, including some of those that will be a little harder to detect. Like, for instance, the fact that the Democrat Party is going to use the Federal Reserve and the rate cuts and the stock market to artificially boost Dementia Joe. Dementia Joe will have probably a good stock market run this year because they're going to try everything they can to say that Bidenomics is working. You're already sort of seeing that right now. Don't be fooled. Of course, they do this every election cycle and it always ends in calamity. There's going to be a massive collapse. Will it happen this year in November? Will it happen before the election? Will it happen after the election? We'll see what they can triage. Here's all I'm saying. Diversify. Make sure that you go to have all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Ensure your future with Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold are my friends. They ensure that I have something other than fiat currency um, that is controlled by some of the worst people on earth to put my future into. Uh, I personally own gold. I personally own silver. And it sits nicely in my safe. I can literally hold it in my hot little hands, stare at the moon, and sing a little, sing a little song to myself just a thing that I do. Don't worry about it. Don't drive by my house. You'll see me on the porch doing it. It'll be weird. But Allegiance Gold are the people who help me out. They can help you too. Go to protectwithbenny.com today. Call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Somebody deserves to protect their future um, and should be trying as hard as they possibly can. The problem is, is that it's hard to protect your future when you don't even know that you're alive. Joe Biden is behaving very much like a warmed over corpse as of late. And many people are beginning to notice this. You're starting to see major cracks in the old facade of what they called the most popular president of all time. Joe Biden, they said, was the most popular president ever. Oh, yeah. Is this the largest lie that your government's ever told to you? I mean, it's got to be up there. We've lived in an era, however, of like major government lies. You're talking through COVID, through the BLM riots, uh, you know, through like all of the major conflicts with Ukraine and Israel. Been a lot of psyops, right? Remember when we were winning in Ukraine and when Russia was losing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But probably the most pernicious lie told to the American public is that Joe Biden is the most popular president we've ever had. Just basic data, obviously, in numbers shows you that that is, of course, in and of itself, is a repulsive and abrupt lie. I'm showing you something that I've never been able to show you before. We've been talking politics for a very long time. I've been doing this for 15 years. I've never been able to flip on a camera no matter what iteration the show has been in, right? And be able to show you here that Donald Trump is leading by four points in the aggregate against Joe Biden. 
check out this bull run that Donald Trump is having in the actual markets of presidential election. He looks like Bitcoin or Tesla stock down here. Check that out. Whoop. Look at it. Boop. There's no way they're going to let this continue. They're going to have to pull out all the stops. We're going to talk about the potential psyops for 2024 on the show and what I think they're going to be. But as of now, in the betting markets, and I am a bit of a betting man, uh, there is no doubt that it is Donald Trump who is walking directly into the White House in November. I'm not trying to give you hopium, copium, or trying to tell you that, you know, this thing's already tied up. There are so many shenanigans that can happen. But the betting markets and those people who are very wise on those markets are beginning to do something very interesting. Those people who have been pushed by their agents and by the their respective handlers to turn on Donald Trump for bigger paychecks, or contracts in Hollywood or the recording industry, those people have now run out of fuel and they are beginning to compliment Donald Trump, a tactic that actually works quite well to get into Donald Trump's good graces. Go ask Vivek Ramaswamy that, right? Donald Trump calls him a dynamo and calls him perfect, right? Well, well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not just Vivek, it's various people from inside the entertainment industry who were rabid, psychotic, Trump derangement series, uh, uh, symptom, obsessed lunatics. What's happened? I think people have begun to see what the mood is in America and even some of the more low information, low IQ celebrities out there understand that they have to have a fan base and it's actually widely and largely advantageous to your pocketbook to have the broadest possible fan base. And so when you look at the people who probably download Noop Dog albums, I'm not one of them, or the people who download Taylor Swift albums or go see the rock movie, I'm not one of them. Taylor Swift is banned in my household. But those people, by and large, are kind of pissed off at how things are going under the Biden regime. They're angry about the state of the nation. And they're beginning to take that out on the people who brought that state of the nation about. And so, ladies and gentlemen, look no further than this clip. I know we've played it a few times, but we can't help ourselves, given this, given the show here, and the amount of rappers who have come out and endorsed Donald Trump, to replay the trip of Donald Trump through Fulton County, Georgia, after getting locked locked up, literally being being brought into the prison, getting a mugshot, and then what happens next? The residents of Fulton County, the people who will download Snoop Dogg's new album, fill the streets to cheer for Trump. Now on a basic business level, Somebody oh, like Snoop Dogg is going to watch a video like this and going to say, wait a second, I possibly shouldn't Look betray my customers. Done. And if Donald Trump's going to win, well, then maybe I should be on the winning side. And ladies and gentlemen, that is precisely what is happening now. Snoop Dogg has decided to come out and vow that he has nothing but respect for Donald Trump. <laughs> Somebody is 
hedging their bets. Snoop Dogg is a man who made a music video where he faux assassinated the president of the United States. There's a video where he like used a pop gun and pointed at like a clown that was dressed as Donald Trump. Now, was Snoop Dogg really wanting to do that? We have images here of Snoop Dogg and Donald Trump hugging each other during the roast of Donald Trump where Snoop Dogg spoke. And Snoop Dogg actually talked about how Donald Trump should potentially be in the White House. So in the year 2012, very interesting. The two of them seem very chummy, right? This was when Donald Trump was the apprentice host. And so what happened? Well, the powers that be get to the, the powers that be, they're, they're Snoop Dogg roasting Donald Trump on stage during a Comedy Central special. The powers that be get to Snoop Dogg and his agent and say, you got to turn on Trump. We're going to make sure that you, you, that you get more money for doing this and that you get more bookings and more shows and everything. And Snoop Dogg does that, realizes that all of his fans love Donald Trump, and now he's flipped back. He's a betting man. Meek Mill is a big-time rapper. I'm, again, not particularly familiar with his music, but is a massive rapper. Uh, this guy has probably like 100 million followers at least on social media. So, I mean, the, I mean he's one of the, one of the biggest ones out there in the industry. And Meek Mill is straight up using our tweet in order to say that Donald Trump is going to win the black vote, particularly the black vote in poverty. Now, that would be interesting. Why would that be the case? Well, you can see here in the polling that that is, in fact, the case and that Meek Mill is speaking on behalf of the people who download his music. A fraying coalition, black, Hispanic, young voters abandon Biden as election year begins. Oh, no. That's not good. Baby. In a new USA Today Suffolk University poll, these, of course, are fake polls that are created by leftists in order to promote uh, fake popularity among their candidates, not even those polls are able to show any victory for Joe Biden. Biden's failure to co to consolidate support in key parts of the coalition that elected him in 2020 have left him narrowly trailing Trump, the likely Republican nominee, uh, in the black vote, the youth vote, and in the Hispanic vote. It, could Donald Trump actually win the youth? Well, yes, he could, ladies and gentlemen. And it is terrifying to the left. And it's also terrifying to people, of course, who uh, use the population of black people in this country to, to download their music, for instance, or listen to their songs. That's really important. Here, this is the photo I wanted of Trump and Snoop Dogg. Do these guys look like enemies? No, ladies and gentlemen, they're not. It was all manufactured. It was all fake. It was all a psyop. Check this out from the New York Times. Black voters drift to Trump. Biden's allies say they have work to do. Well, the, the election is in eight months. You dumbasses. How are you? What work are you going to do? Hey, Alex, get me that Shaney Rich ensemble clip with all of the uh, young men from this demographic uh, explaining who they wish to vote for. I want to play that one because it's really good to go to the street actually with these things and ask questions. New York Times Seneca College poll painted a worrisome picture for the president standing in a crucial constituency. Democrat strategists warned the erosion in the black vote could threaten his reelection. Black voters are more disconnected from the Democrat Party than ever. 
frustrated with what many see as an inaction in their political parties and unhappy with President Biden. Candidate they helped lift to the White House years ago. Black support for Democrats is the only reason that Democrats win ever. Now, you may ask yourself, why uh, would that then, um, why would then the Democrats, that coalition be abandoning the Democrat Party? And well, all you have to do is continue reading the article to show that the black voters that elected Joe Biden, their life has gotten significantly, inexorably, demonstrably worse. And now they are abandoning him. No Democrat can win nationally without 90 plus percent of the black vote. And of course, this is where we stand inside of a, a perilous world where uh, Joe Biden is clocking less than 60 percent of that vote, according to the polling. It gets even worse, ladies and gentlemen. There's a worrying trend where in battleground states, the Voter gap between minority support with Joe Biden and Donald Trump is actually wider in the states that must be won. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, minority voters are breaking even harder for Donald Trump. Celinda Lake, a Democrat pollster for Mr. Biden's campaign, says the president's political operation has been present enough for <laughs> black voters and young voters. Okay, great. <laughs> Donald Trump could very well win the male black vote. It's actually, it's actually on, it's actually like on target for Donald Trump to win that constituency. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this of course is going to present a very, very dangerous precedent for the Democratic Party moving forward and actually, well, lays into stark contrast uh, why they need to have open borders because Democrats quite literally need to replace a population that they used to depend upon for the vote. Now, if you go to the South side of Chicago, where it's like 90% black, and you listen to what those people have to say when they're interviewed about the migrants that are being brought and dumped into Chicago, those people say, well, very uh, similar things to like what Tucker Carlson says, they're replacing us. They're trying to dilute our election uh, power, our voting power. These are the people, the black people, the black residents of the South Side of Chicago say. Ladies and gentlemen, um, that's something that's not going to win or be a winning message for the Democrat Party moving forward. And so this is why you see rappers, not just Snoop Dogg and Meek Mill, but rappers like Waka Flocka, little pump and others turning effectively on Joe. What you also see is a pretty broad coalition of young people turning on Joe Biden. Donald Trump is actually winning with the youth vote. Donald Trump is winning among young people because young people are saying that life has utterly collapsed under this regime and that this is something that um, we are simply going to vote against now seems unspeakable, but all the polling shows that Donald Trump is now winning in the 18 to 35 age demographic. In order to set that into stark relief, ladies and gentlemen, we have here for your viewing pleasure that age demographic, also the black vote, being asked on the streets, well, do you want to vote for Joe Biden or do you wish to vote for Donald Trump? Sometimes these polls get it wrong, so it's 
worth just going and speaking with the people. Here's what they say. Legal, you know, with Trump. Yeah, I'm with Trump. I don't know what everybody got against him. Yo, he was making the breadwinners, you heard? I'm a Democrat too, but okay, we Trump. We need Trump back in office right now. I'm gonna be honest with you. I with Trump, to be honest with you, bro, for real, Trump really did this shit. And I like him because he's about money. It wasn't about no politics. He wanted to make America great again. Through Trump. That boy Trump, we making sure to get they bread. I ain't gonna lie. I'm thinking Trump for life. Trump for life. I ain't gonna lie. Love Donald Trump. Trump wanted us to get off our ass and get some money. Trump 2024. It's true. You made everybody hold a piece of money. Mm-hmm. Trump really up both. So Trump running it how it's supposed to be ran. And people just can't take it. And he putting out facts in front of the people. He ain't lying to the people. People just don't want to accept the truth. Trump, man, we rocking with you. So you, Trump? My dog. T, what's up? Trump put the money in our pocket. Trump had the country on a better path as far as economically. He put America first, so it makes sense. I like someone who's like to play his people first. Trump 2024, my brother. They know they can't get him for none of the real shit. We get it, yeah. I ain't used to like that. But now, bro, I realize that he meant well for the country and shit, bro. We need that back. Free Trump. Trump 2024. They all tricked y'all dumbass to get Trump out the chair, and now look how that shit on backfired on y'all dumbass. Trump got my y'all dumbass. Trump for life. Donald Trump, Trump for life. He showed his love. He showed his love. He showed and he didn't stop. 2024 Trump. Trump. 2024. Trump. 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 Huh? <laughs> like, wait, wait, like, we're big fans of Donald Trump. We have his uh, mugshot literally right here behind me in the studio, printed out, it's like four feet tall. But, like, those guys, I think, arguably are bigger fans of Donald Trump than even our show. How's that possible? They're from a demographic of people that, of course, are not supposed to say those things. They're black, they're young. According to CNN, these people don't even exist. But here they are. And this explains, actually, a, a, a shocking trend that is happening right now with celebrities across the board uh, recognizing that the tide has turned against them. You might recall that The Rock decided to eat a heaping pile of soy and endorse Joe Biden in the 2020 election, something that I don't think, oh, I mean, some people weren't counting on. Okay, who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. And after that endorsement, people then pinned the failures of this administration on The Rock. Now that crystallized in The Rock uh, when Maui had the fires that of course devastated only the poor parts of Lahaina, only devastated the uh, people that were working, uh, class individuals, on this little private island with bunkers for Zuckerberg and Oprah and Bezos and, you know, the annoying locals who live just their little, their little lives and clean our houses and farm our fields. Who cares about them? Let's make sure that their town burns down. It's actually a shocking article from the AP that says only the people who disobeyed the government lived in Lahaina during the Maui fires. We haven't forgotten about you people, we actually want to build homes in Maui for these people. We don't care how they vote. They probably vote 
against us, but we're America first and we want, we care about these people. We've spent a lot of time on this channel talking about the Maui fires and we haven't forgotten you. I say all that to say this, The Rock made a little video and in that video, he says, everyone needs to donate to these people, even though I'm a billionaire, uh, him and Oprah made a video and said, everyone needs to donate to Maui to help these individuals. The Rock got so destroyed in the comment section by people who are not, let's just say, not MAGA Republicans, okay? We've played their clips. Uh, got destroyed so effusively by the same people who might download a Snoop Dogg album or may go to go see one of The Rock's movies, maybe our uh, WWE fan, that The Rock had to issue an apology, which is actually quite like an unbelievably shocking thing for a celebrity to do. The Rock did an entire video saying, I got this all wrong. I'm sorry. The real context of the criticism was The Rock, who's a billionaire, is asking other people who are living through a recession and the erosion of the economy and the erosion of the job market and the erosion of our currency brought about by the person The Rock installed as president. And now The Rock is sitting there, so he's to blame for our problems, and now The Rock is sitting there asking us for money. The Rock heard that. I mean, I'm trying to give credit where credit is due here. I've never heard a celebrity like apologize for anything. But here The Rock does an apology video for this. And that created a sea change, I think, in this dude. And he started to maybe pay attention a little more. And it's kind of interesting to watch how The Rock getting hit hard by his own audience, his own fans, how that created a vector for him to maybe see the world with a little more open eyes. And what do we have here, ladies and gentlemen? Sure, as I'm sitting here, live on Fox, The Rock starts talking about how impressive Donald Trump is this weekend. What the hell is that about? The Rock, talking about Donald Trump's epic UFC entrances, says Donald Trump's really impressive. Everyone's cheering for him. He's a man of the people. He's got a big audience. Donald Trump rules. Whoa. What, what timeline are we in? It all happened because of us, because of us calling him out. And I think because if I'm to give like the most generous offering here, because the rock, we like broke, we like snapped the matrix for him and sort of opened his eyes to the real plight of people, a lot of those people being his fans. And now, sure as I sit here, is a clip of The Rock praising Donald Trump and talking about how popular Trump is with his people. Wow, check it out. And the wrestler. Donald Trump, he has a long history with WWE. What does it mean that both the WWE audience and the UFC audience seem to have such an appreciation or celebration of Donald Trump? Red states we sell out, blue states we sell out. It's not what we're focused on. What we're focused on are the, is the in-ring product and how it delivers to the fans. And if politicians are fans of our product, they're welcome. You got The Rock. You want Donald Trump back in the ring at WWE? Listen, I mean, <laughs> Rock against Donald Trump, I don't know how well that would work out in the ring for Donald Trump. <laughs> how, about, how about that ovation he gets, though, when he comes out? I know President Donald Trump taking his octagon side seat for UFC. Oh, big. <laughs> Big of Trump. Yeah, yeah, no question. That's what I'm talking about. It's it's incredible. A lot of friends who've achieved. It's incredible. This is what The Rock is talking about. Nice pull here, boys. That's Kid Rock, Tucker Carlson, Dana White, and The Rock walking out together 
Don Jr., also a stride. And Madison Square Garden, the bluest place on earth. So The Rock sits there and looks at that. The Rock, somebody who's very familiar with the walkout to a cheering audience looking for a fight. And The Rock is now a board member at the UFC. And The Rock is saying, well, hot damn, I'm in the wrong business. I've seen this all wrong. I bet against the wrong man. It's got to really be profound for somebody like Dwayne Johnson, Snoop Dogg, whatever, to see 50,000 people on their feet cheering for Donald Trump in the bluest area in America, welcoming him like a conquering hero. That was in Madison Square Garden, that clip. Can we put that back up? Do we have the audio on that clip? Let's hear it. Obviously, cell phone camera captures what it does, but here we are, ladies and gentlemen. So there we go. We have this situation where there's this sudden cultural change that's happening. I see it. We feel it. We cover it on this program. And it's starting to be felt inside the Democrat Party. There are people who are now beginning to finally snap on Democrat politicians who are in power. Those people happen to be Democrats. Now, this is something that I find particularly interesting. Not only are Democrats, Dwayne Johnson, Snoop Dogg, all these rappers, like either praising Trump or siding with Trump. Some of them just outright endorse Donald Trump, right? Waka Flocka is this rapper and he just straight up endorsing Donald Trump. Can we pull up that tweet? But these people are now seeing the enemy for what it is, which are a group of leaders, regardless of the party. You all know what I think of Mitch McConnell, for instance, right? Like happy, happy to, happy to, uh, happy to go after my team as it were, right? They're members of the Republican party. I hate, I hate them more than I hate Democrats. At least Democrats stab me in the face. These people stab me in the back. And you too. They're going, the Democrats inside their own party are starting to realize that the bill of goods that were sold to them are a lie. There's Waka Flocka, Trump 2024, literally endorsing Donald Trump. He posted a photo of him and Donald Trump. It's like pretty amazing, actually. There's another one. And then now what's happening is there is no, no, there is no uh, safe place, safe space for these politicians. Now I could play you the next two and a half hours of the show. I could play you clips of Joe Biden being booed by his own side. But there's one particularly funny one from Nancy Pelosi this last weekend of her trying to go to a football game and Nancy Pelosi getting screamed at outside of her own house, uh, causing... Nancy Pelosi to have like a apoplectic, unhinged, racist tirade against the people screaming at her. I don't know what they look like, but I assume they are Asian because Nancy Pelosi, I would have to assume this because Nancy Pelosi screams at them, go back to China. What? How is this not the big, how is Nancy Pelosi not having to resign in disgrace? If I were to do this, or if Vivek were to do this, or if Donald Trump were simply to say the word China virus, then that is enough to get him called racist, right? 
day and night by the press. It's actually it's actually great back and forth between Donald Trump and uh, a reporter about this because it's called because it comes from China. It comes from China. Why do you call it the China virus? Because it comes from China. Well, Nancy Pelosi had her own version of that. Nancy Pelosi, someone who's called Donald Trump racist for using terminology like this, terminology that is, of course, correct. Nancy Pelosi herself snapped this weekend because people are just fed up with the policies that they've been spoon-fed by these people. Here's Nancy Pelosi outside of her home getting into her armored vehicle, Secret Service protecting her, but not even they can stop what's about to happen. Check it out. Go back to China. <laughs> That's what Pelosi says. Well, is she going to get canceled? Now? Do we get her canceled, Nancy Pelosi? It's becoming quite uncomfortable for Democrats. Uh, we're going to uh, flip over to somebody who's also a Democrat, I think, pretty like self-proclaimed Democrat, but who really gets at the root of this. And we love this clip so much. So we can play you The Rock. We can play you Snoop Dogg talking about Trump. We can play you all these other like like small constellation pieces. But what we really, somebody who really sums it up beautifully is a guy in charge of the biggest bank on earth. The guy in charge of JP Morgan. His name's Jamie Dimon. And this man's a Democrat. And he finally had enough. He's had a belly full of the Biden regime. And he finally like snapped live on CNBC and goes, hey guys, like the reason why America hates you is because you hate America. And Donald Trump actually was pretty good. In fact, now that we've seen four years nearly of Joe Biden, Trump was right. This is a profound clip uh, that really does quite frankly put a bow on uh, the atmosphere of the country right now and why we are so bullish on Trump winning. And remember, it's Jamie Dimon who has the ear of guys like these celebrities. He is the banker of some of the most powerful, biggest celebrities on earth. And maybe it's Jamie Dimon telling them, hey, uh, you should lay off Trump because he's probably going to become president. That's the way we interpret this clip. Watch for yourself. You've got this great hand, but when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, Trade, China ta virus. Tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't th I don't like no, what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he, yeah. he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why they're voting for him. And, and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. And it's, I, I agree. It's done and, I mean, you know, it's, the it's, Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, not, hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this this negative talk about MAGA 
is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Man, what a clip. Possibly one of my, possibly my favorite clip of 2024. Can we just grow up, Jamie Dimon says to his own party? Trump was right about China. Trump was right about the economy. He was right about the border. He was right about the invasion. Trump was right about our geopolitical standing in the world. This is the most powerful banker on earth saying this. This is a guy who's in charge of a bank, JP Morgan, that's bailed out the Federal Reserve and the American government like four or five times in its history. Jamie Dimon's the only head of any of the major banks to have survived the last 20 years of market crashes. And this guy's saying like, Biden's going to lose because he's demonizing 75 million Americans. And that's gonna make them do anything to vote for Donald Trump again. You're not allowed to vote for Donald Trump. Well, what does that make you wanna do? Oh yeah, I'm gonna vote even harder for Donald Trump. And that's what people are saying. And that's the attitude. And the left is starting to like, really, they're starting to really like lose, like lose it here, okay? With Joe Biden, guy who's like wearing, like wearing the hard hat backwards. <laughs> do we have, do we have a photo? This is like Joe, like, like the, the Joe, Joe Biden, like working class Joe Biden, right? But putting on, putting on the hard hat backwards, unable to speak the English language. This is uh, Joe Biden, right before he did this, Joe Biden gave a speech and he tried to like say English words, prerequisite to being in charge of America, probably should know English. Here's Joe Biden's attempts. And by the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Riders. Whatever that was, it wasn't the language that's printed in our laws, written our constitution in on our dollar bills. Wasn't English, whatever it was. Starting to make people nervous. Now, let's go back to Andrew Yang, a guy who ran against Joe Biden for president, a guy who is a avowed Democrat, and who says he knows for a fact, based on his White House sources, that Joe Biden is suffering from dementia. Like perhaps some of the slippage physically metaphorically for Joe Biden is because of this. Watch Democrats just straight up admit it. You debated Joe Biden. Have you noticed a difference in his performance? Uh, I haven't been around him personally up close, but I've been uh, talking to folks and they've noticed a decline. In know? what way? Oh, that they say that, uh, you know, he is not as energetic, uh, that he sometimes seems to uh, lose concentration and, and focus. And the fact is that the guy's 81 years old. Uh, you know, he, he would have to be highly unusual not to be experiencing uh, something that's very, very natural. Most Americans want to turn the page. Mm. Well, well, well. Joe Biden is slipping. Joe Biden is somebody who, according to the sources of a guy, one of the biggest donors of the Democrat Party, is suffering from early onset dementia. That's what he's described there. He can't remember things. He can't talk anymore. Putting hard hats on backwards. Doesn't know who he is or where he is. And so now you're seeing the early stages of the collapse. Maybe it's all planned. Maybe it's part of the Biden dropout scenario where Biden has a medical issue and then drops out. Some people think that. We have yet to be totally convinced. 
Here's what we are convinced of, that Joe Biden is despised by his own side. We're ready to, of course, like give you all of that evidence, everything from pretty much every rapper in America turning on Joe Biden to celebrities now turning against Joe Biden. The Rock didn't see that one coming. Some of the largest people in the entertainment industry and media turning on Joe Biden. Of course, you'd expect Fox News hosts to not like Joe Biden, but would you expect MSNBC hosts to disapprove of Joe? Would you expect MSNBC hosts to use expletives to describe how much they hate Joe Biden live on their show? What timeline are we living in? There's a uh, lady on MSNBC who was trying to tell us for a long time. She's been giving us warning signs. Okay. I'm going to show you her hair. This lady's name's Joy Reid. Joy Reid has been giving us warning signs that she may flip to Trump. Now I know it seems a little outlandish, but what I'm going to prove to you here is that Joy Reid's just been reading the script, shoveling the slop that's written for her. If you look at Joy Reid's hair, you'll see that she goes to her barber and says, give me the old MAGA cut. I'm not the one, I'm not the one with that haircut. She's the one who says, give me the Donald when she goes into the salon. That's her choice. Good for her. Maybe she's been trying to tell us something. Joy Reid last night made uh, a lot of noise on social media by speaking during a live segment of her show on MSNBC. Joy Reid used expletives to describe Joe Biden and how stupid Joe Biden is while she was reading a script about how great Joe Biden is. If this clip doesn't show you how it all works, well, I don't know what will. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to love this one. Fill up your salty, salty mugs. I have tears for you. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is our crying lib of the day. We are going to salt Joy Reid because Joy Reid is, in fact, salty. I want to see salt shakers all through the comment section. We'll put them on screen. Ladies and gentlemen, our salt that lib of the day, Joy Reid having a apoplectic panic attack live on her show against Joe Biden while reading a script about how Joe Biden's great. <laughs> it's too good. Let's salt that lib. the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another war. <laughs> Still trying to kill the deal. <laughs> we have to bleep it. We would try and do a family-friendly show, but she dropped an F-bomb there describing old Joe. And then she goes and styles her hair just like Donald Trump. Joy Reid's trying to tell us something, ladies and gentlemen. Joy Reid is trying to send a message. Could this potentially be the next person to flip on Joe Biden and low-key endorse MAGA? We're not exactly sure. There is, however, something that I wish to show you before we get to our esteemed guest, 
who is the national spokesperson, national press secretary for Donald Trump. That really is a powerful clip. And I want to just use it as a button in this segment to put a bow on what we've been talking about. Because all, all the polling in the country can't actually show you this. This is what leftist celebrities who endorsed Joe Biden got on social media from their core audience when they decided to come out and like beg for donations. This is the kind of backlash that they got. It's raw, it's uncensored, it's pointed directly at the rock. And if you wanna look at like how the sea change is happening right now in culture, look no further than this woman, watch. Donation. Did I just witness what I think I witnessed? Please don't tell me I just saw a billionaire standing next to a multi-millionaire begging the average everyday citizen for donations that can barely get by due to a real life recession, living paycheck to paycheck, barely can pay rent, barely can put food on the table for our families in a country where our president is giving away all our resources to another country for money. If you two don't go take your Hollywood elite behinds to your other Hollywood elite friends and politician buddies that got millions like you do and billions and get all that money together and help out Maui, you are out your damn mind. Please don't insult our intelligence like that. And after you guys do all of that, you will have enough money to help the rest of us. Boo. Get out of here with that. The nerve. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're over the target, ma'am. Oh, wait a second. So is this just like a working class, like black mother who's sitting there saying that Joe Biden brought about a recession? She can't afford food. The Hollywood celebrities are part of a cabal of elites that are coalescing against us, the regular American people. Welcome to MAGA. Welcome to MAGA country, ma'am. You've been red-pilled, and that's what you're seeing right now. The pressure, the upward pressure from us, regular Americans that have to like live through these policies, it's finally reached a fever pitch. And ladies and gentlemen, there's the energy. Coming to us now, somebody who it is uh, an honor to have on the program for the first time, is Caroline Levitt. Trump's 2024 National Press Secretary, who can talk, I think, a bit about that new MAGA energy. Let's go. Welcome to the program, Caroline. It's a uh, honor to have you on. And we've been talking about some of the low-key celebrity endorsements that Donald Trump's gotten quite randomly. For old friends of his, Snoop Dogg, The Rock, praising Donald Trump. Didn't have that on the bingo card, but it must be all smiles at uh, Trump campaign headquarters. <laughs> yes, it certainly is. And I got to say, Benny, you just absolutely nailed it with your response to that video of the African-American woman who was responding to Oprah and The Rock begging hardworking Americans for donations to Maui. That woman is speaking America first policies and agenda. She doesn't even know it, but I'd like to formally welcome her to the MAGA movement. And that's what the MAGA movement is. It is everyday hard 
hardworking Americans, regardless of race, religion, geography, where you live, where you're from, your education status, who are sick and tired of seeing the political elite and the cabal that has become of the Democrat Party uh, pushing rules on us and not living by them themselves. And so we welcome everyone to the MAGA movement, no matter how much money you have or where you come from, who is tired of having a political class that wants to live a certain way and then have all of us live another way. And that's what President Trump is all about, putting America first and the American people first. So welcome to that great woman and all those that want to be part of this movement. We began the show with polling. We'll pop it back up here in hysterics, the corporate press is, about Donald Trump winning the youth vote. Are you yeah. seeing those numbers potentially winning the Latino vote or at the very uh, or being at parity, which would be unheard of winning the black male vote? Like, mm -hmm. are you seeing those numbers on your end in the campaign? Yes, we are seeing President Trump in a very dominant position heading into November. There have been more than 100 public polls to date showing President Trump beating Joe Biden in a head-to-head -head matchup. And he's sweeping demographics that Republicans have not been able to pick up in more than a half of a century, including the African-American vote. President Trump is making headwinds, polling about one quarter of African-Americans in this country, 25% roughly, according to many polls, are considering voting for him in November. That is an earth shattering number for the Democrat Party and people. It's because people are waking up. They are realizing that Joe Biden promised to be this unifier in chief who is going to bring success to America. And he's done anything but that. The average American family is paying $11,000 more per year just to have the same exact quality of life as they did under President Trump. And so people, again, of all races and socioeconomic backgrounds are fed up of being ripped off by this thing they've so stupidly called Bidenomics. And that's not even getting to the chaos that we see at our southern border. And obviously the fear that has been instilled in the American public as we watch this world uh, go up in flames, we're barreling towards World War III, thanks to Joe Biden's weakness on the world stage. Yeah, that's exactly right. We had peace under Trump. I mean, it's like it really like that seems to be something that is wild that we have to remind the left, like, weren't you the people protesting the Iraq war and Afghanistan? Like, didn't you? You were anti-war like a second ago. Like, what happened? And I think that's why you're young. I'm 37. I got young kids at home and we're like trying to make it in Biden's America. And we're looking at all this cash, just like the lady on the screen going to Ukraine. And we're saying, what about us? Like, what right. about this country? Like, this is where we're from. We're like native to this place. Like, this is where we were born. Our grandparents were born here too. And so this is our country. What about us? And young people are saying, um, it's not working for us. Mm -hmm. It's why Trump is winning young people. And it does, I think, potentially make history when Donald Trump wins the youth vote. A yeah. Republican has never won the youth vote. Uh, not in my lifetime, I don't think. Uh, is he on track to do that as a young person yourself? Are you saying these same effects on the demographic that you represent? Yes. And I will tell you, as a young person, it is very exciting to see the momentum among young voters ar across this country and the real revival that is taking place amongst Generation Z and millennial Americans who, again, are realizing that they are not better off under Joe Biden. And the American dream that we all grew up hearing about and, and wanting to strive for is completely unattainable, unattainable in Joe yes. Biden's America 
When Donald Trump was president, mortgage rates were a record 2.65%. It was never cheaper to get a mortgage to purchase a home in American history. Now today under Joe Biden, because of Bidenomics and his tax and spend policies, mortgage rates are nearing 10% and growing. Gen Z and millennials, the majority of them, are still living at home with their parents because they cannot afford the American dream. And it will be even more unaffordable if we reelect Joe Biden for four more years. That's on the economic front. And then when you look at this world, again, young people, have always championed peace uh, throughout every war in history. Why? Yes. Because our generation that will be sent over to die. Yes. Sunday, tragically, we had three American soldiers who were needlessly killed in the Middle East, two of them in their 20s. Those are members of our American generation who lost their lives because of Joe Biden's weakness on the world stage. And if we want to really restore peace, we got to elect the peacemaker in chief, President Trump, who signed the historic Abraham Accords, who deterred aggression by our enemies, and who made it very clear to the entire world that if you mess with the United States of America, especially our young American American soldiers on the front lines, you will pay a very big price. We don't have that same leadership now in American lives. Young American lives are at risk and are at stake. Yeah, you're so it's so profound a point that you just made It's the young people who fight wars. And so young people should be against people, right. the individuals in our government, Joe Biden represented chiefly among them who begin new wars. It won't be them who fight. It will be right. soldiers like this who lose their lives. These are the three soldiers who lost their lives in Jordan, uh, and we recognize and remember them. Uh, strangely, this seems to have been swept under the rug quite quickly uh, by the corporate press. Um, what say you to the families of these soldiers, Caroline? There are no words to explain how sorry we feel and just what a tragedy to lose your loved one. I cannot imagine the pain and the grief and the suffering that the families of these brave American soldiers are feeling. And to watch our White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, go in front of the White House on the North Lawn yesterday and say and refer to these soldiers as, quote, military folks. That is what she said. She said they were just military folks who were over fighting, not on behalf of this country, but she said they were fighting on behalf of the Biden administration. That is a despicable, egregious, disrespectful statement. And so our hearts are with these soldiers, these brave American heroes who paid the ultimate sacrifice in defense of our nation and our freedom and our constitution. And I am so sorry, we are so sorry that we don't have a president and a commander in chief right now who wants to protect American lives abroad, wants to deter our enemies, and wants to restore peace around this world. Joe Biden has sent billions of dollars over to the war in Ukraine, but has never announced a strategic plan to end that war. We now have Hamas, Iranian-backed terrorist group, launching attacks on our friend and nation ally Israel. We have hundreds of airstrikes on our military bases. It's because of Joe Biden's weak foreign policy. And unfortunately, more lives will probably be lost before we can get this man out of office in November. So I know that this audience is deeply invested in the president's vice presidential pick. They are very curious about where the movement will go. This audience loves MAGA, loves the energy, and wants it to be carried forward. Obviously, this audience has also seen Mike Pence and what can happen when somebody decides to be a Judas to their own side and betray 
the movement that, that brought them. And so a lot of people care quite deeply about who Donald Trump picks to be vice president. Also, Donald Trump constitutionally will be limited to one term uh, since he's already served a term. And so obviously this choice uh, reigns quite uh, in front of mind. Do you have any insights or any updates on the vice presidential pick? Donald Trump did say on Fox News, it's already done. He's already made his decision. Is that true? Uh, any hints? <laughs> well, I will say this. Uh, we greatly appreciate the curiosity from your audience, and we understand the importance of this decision by the president. Uh, with that said, he has said publicly that the main quality he is seeking in a vice president is someone who will be an effective and great leader after mm. his term ends. And so that's the top of mind for him. I'm sure whoever it is will be a great pick for the American public. Lessons learned from the past, most definitely. Uh, and there's a lot of great options on the table. The Republican Party has a very deep bench of great America first conservative leaders uh, who will be able to take the reins quite effectively. And so we'll have to see what the president decides. Frankly, we are not focused on that here at Trump headquarters. We are focused on two things. One of them is winning the general election in November and beating up Joe Biden every single day for all of the atrocities he's reigning on this nation. But secondly, we're making sure that we wrap up this primary very soon. We still have a rhino never Trump Republican that is clinging to life. That is Nikki Haley. And so mm -hmm. we're focused on exposing the truth about Nikki Haley, who, by the way, also wants to continue the endless wars abroad that we've seen uh, killing American soldiers. And so we need to make sure that we get the Republican Party to unify, put Nikki Haley's failing campaign to bed, and then we'll take the fight to Joe Biden and and you'll hear from the president in due time about his VP pick. Uh, Caroline, speaking of Trump's words on Joe Biden, Trump said recently that he doesn't believe that Joe Biden will make it to the gate in 2024, that there'll be a, there'd have to be some type of switcheroo that happens because of Joe Biden's health or so on. Uh, besides the point of, is Joe Biden fit to serve in office? Is that strategic inside of the campaign? I mean, are you planning on Joe Biden being the nominee uh, on November 2024? Well, right now, it appears that Joe Biden, they're going to drag him over the finish line, even if he's in a wheelchair to do it. Uh, however, of course, we will be prepared to, to face any Democrat nominee. We do expect that to be Joe Biden, but maybe not. And regardless, it doesn't matter because this any Democrat would implement the same exact policies that Joe Biden has inflicted on the American public in the past four years, raising taxes, spending more money than we have, hiking up inflation, hiking up gas prices, hampering our domestic energy production, sending billions of dollars overseas while not taking care of our homeless veterans in the streets. And then also, of course, these wide open border policies that are wreaking havoc in every corner corner of American society uh, with no end or plan to stop that as well. And so it doesn't matter who the Democrat is. We will take our message of peace and prosperity and protection and President Trump's unprecedented record to deliver on his promises for the American people. And that will be a winning message no matter who we face, Joe Biden or any other Democrat. I have one real tough question for you before we close. And I hope you don't mind. You, our, our audience are big fans of uh -oh. you and the work that you do. And you choose your words very accurately and carefully, powerfully. You're a great spokesperson on behalf of the president, good press secretary. Because you're so good at that, we hope that you could help our show out. We have a clip of Joe Biden from just a few days ago where we don't think he's speaking English. 
We were hoping that you could translate for us, Caroline. Which clip? Which clip? There's we're so going to play it for you right now. And maybe you, as a professional, okay, we're novices, but as a professional, perhaps you could help us translate what Joe Biden is saying here. Let's do By the way, used to make beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider. <laughs> That's a tough one. I think I heard making bigger boo brew here. <laughs> If that's even a sentence, which I don't believe it is. <laughs> it could be the campaign slogan going forward. Put it on a bumper sticker. Baking boo beer <laughs> brew brew here. Biden Harris 2024. Final thoughts. Do you think Taylor Swift's going to come out and endorse Joe? Do you think that this is all big setup? Uh, that's the word on the street. The Democrats are pushing for it. They're calling it their Hail Mary pass to drag Biden over the finish line. Uh, here's the deal. I don't think people are going to take advice from someone who flies around on a private jet, has private security when they're paying thousands of dollars more just to live. That might not be a lot of money for Taylor Swift. She may not feel the impact of Bidenomics, but millions of people across this country are. She should stick to writing songs. And by the way, Benny, this woman has made a career off of writing songs about picking the wrong guy. We should not trust her to pick the wrong guy in this presidential election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Writes songs about how horrible her decision-making process is with men endorses right. Joe Biden. Yeah, you got it. Okay, Perfect. good. There you go. There's the catalog owned by George Soros. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this has been a, this has been fantastic. Thank you. Godspeed. You have obviously uh, a big job ahead of you and we look forward to you coming back on the program. Uh, we know the audience supports you. Uh, and again, Godspeed, Carolyn Levitt. Anytime. Thanks, Benny. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how much fun is this? What a what great energy we have going right now. Like it's, it's, it's such an honor to be able to do this show because we are able to ask the questions that we, the regular American people want to ask of, well, Donald Trump's official 2024 campaign press secretary. Vice Presidency, Joe Biden, gibberish, Taylor Swift, forever war. These are things that like we care about like a lot, right? I'm a father. These are the kind of things that like keep me up at night, quite frankly. And it bothers me uh, to see the country and the state that it is. That's actually the key motivator for this entire show is like a better future for, for us Native Americans. What do I mean by that? Like people who were born here actually like we were born here. This is our country. We need to kind of like say that again, this isn't an LLC or a shell corporation. This isn't a pass-through entity for global corporations. This isn't a plaything to enrich the oligarch class. This is actually a real place, like with real morals and like a real people. And we have a right to demand that this place stay safe and free clean, orderly, uh, and fair to all the rest of us. And we don't live under a boot heel like so many billions around the world. And, like it's kind of good to establish that and continue to reestablish that. There are, there are a group of people, however, who profit, of course, off of forever war, which are empire killers. And this is what the Biden regime is doing right now. 
Uh, you heard Caroline talk about that. There is only one peacetime president. Donald Trump will win the youth vote because he's not going to send young men and women off to the slaughter. There are, however, some forces at play. The Hail Mary. To try and win back that youth vote. And the way you would do that is by taking the most brain dead, low information voters. Of course, I'm talking about Swifties, Taylor Swift fans, sort of worship this artist, kind of like at random, right? Like just out of the blue, suddenly Taylor Swift's the most famous person on earth. <laughs> now she's at every NFL game with her boyfriend who's backed by Bud Light and Pfizer. Travis Kelsey is this guy who also kind of out of the blue became this big time celebrity, really rich, really powerful. Why? He's a tight end. He's like a glorified lineman. That doesn't make any sense. Tight ends aren't famous people in football. What are you talking about? What world are we living in? Sure seems planned. Sure seems like something that is like concocted in order to accelerate the fame of these two people. Get them to the Super Bowl, the largest screens on earth. Get maybe a, get maybe like a proposal after the game. This is my, this is what I think is going to happen. There's going to be like some type of proposal at the, after the Super Bowl is rigged for the Chiefs. And then the two of these people become, it's like reach like crazy levels of absolute fame. And then they take all that fame that has been given to them by the rotted corporate press media entertainment industry that explicitly backs Democrats. And then they use that in order to try and save Joe Biden. They take all that and then they pour it in. And you'll see in October, the release of like a, well, what will look like a hostage video or a visiting angels ad, right? Visiting angels. And I'll have Joe Biden sitting there all like twisted up like a, you know, in a wheelchair, like an eggplant. And he's glazed over skin like a Krispy Kreme donut. They're drooling out of the side of his mouth. And Taylor Swift and Mr. Bud Light Pfizer will come in and pat Grandpa on the shoulder and tell all of their brain-dead fans to go vote for him. Taylor Swift, of course, also a psyop for the NFL wives out there. All the moms who are, like, just not really watching the games but maybe watching because of Taylor Swift – and then they tell their husbands, well, you better not vote against Trump because Taylor told me not to. And I saw her at the NFL game. You wouldn't want to cross your favorite team, would you? Just a guess. Or it could all be totally authentic. This could be totally organic. It's all happening naturally. I'm not the uh, only one sort of seeing this uh, thread here. Jesse Kelly said this recently on his show. Star in the world. Sorry, Gutfeld. She's been blanketed across the sports media entertainment atmosphere. The New York Times just speculated she's a lesbian. And last year's tour broke Ticketmaster. A tour that's revenue tops the GDP of 50 countries. I mean, I like her music. She's all right. But I mean, have you ever wondered why or how she blew up like this? Well, around four years ago, the Pentagon Psychological Operations Unit floated turning Taylor Swift into an asset during a NATO meeting. What kind of asset? A PSYOP for combating online misinformation. Listen. You came in here wanting to understand how you just go out there and counter an information operation. Well, the idea is that social influence can help uh, 
can help uh, encourage or uh, promote behavior change, so potentially as like a peaceful information operation. I include Taylor Swift in here because she's, um, you know, she's a fairly influential online person. I don't know if you've heard of her. Yeah, that's real. The Pentagon PSYOP unit pitched NATO on turning Taylor Swift into an asset. An asset for what? To go do the thing, the impossible, to save Joe Biden with young people, or to potentially act as cover for a much darker operation to try and pull Joe Biden through illegal means over the finish line on election day, night, week, and month and year, right? So then they say it's all the Swifties showing up, casting all their mail-in ballots. Is that what's going to happen? We don't know. But smart people are beginning to ask questions about Taylor Swift and why suddenly this person has rocketed to fame, prominence, and ubiquity in our culture, uh, like uh, pretty much out of nowhere. Hasn't had a hit album or anything to really hang their hat on like of cultural relevancy in a very long time. Yet Taylor Swift and the morons who follow her like a goddess for some inexplicable reason, um, none of it seems particularly organic. Is this an operation by the regime in order to activate the low information people in society uh, in order to get out and vote for Joe Biden in spite of all of his failings? Well, let's look to people who are wiser than us and harsher cultural critics than we are, somebody who has a very fine tune for things like this, a man who knows the government better than anyone else, the great Tucker Carlson had this to say about Taylor Swift. But I will say this. I mean, I wouldn't know Taylor Swift if she got in the shower with me. I've never heard her music. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. But I remember Kanye, who was then Kanye West, once attacked her in a very emotional way at an awards ceremony. And I remember thinking at the time, I saw the clip at the time, and I thought it was a racial thing. Oh, he doesn't like white people, she's white, whatever. But if you listen to the clip, he's actually making kind of a different point. And he's saying that this isn't real. This isn't art. This is an op. Is it, it, maybe I'm reading into it, I don't think that I am. Wow. He's saying this person is being used by larger forces to control our society. And you know, I, I think a lot of things about yay, um, it's not even worth saying. My opinion is not interesting enough to repeat. But one thing about him, he does have flashes of insight about things. He's not a surface-level character at all. And I think there's some truth in that. I think there's some truth. I mean, at that point, if you're an artist, artist, if you're a performer who's that culturally significant, who's the single most popular person in America among women under 30, which I think she is, you have a great deal of power. And so, of course, you're going to be managed by people who want to use your influence for their ends, obviously. I mean, it's just not, you know what I mean? It's not complicated. It's not complicated. And if you know the history of the CIA, Operation Mockingbird, and our intelligence agencies, of course, they've always used, supported, and even funded the entertainment industry in America in all of its forms. The CIA has a depot in the Hollywood Hills. Did you know this? Do you know that there are three-letter agencies that effectively have operational bases inside of Hollywood, like it's a war zone, where scriptwriters and producers bring their scripts to get them approved 
by our government? You know that the CIA has funded 60 different movies and television shows since its inception in 1947? That there has been a Hollywood liaison at the Central Intelligence Agency? I thought they're not supposed to run operations here in America. Isn't that illegal? Yeah, please. Let's grow up and let's accept the fact that Taylor Swift may very well be part of an operation in order to influence the election. This actually would be normal in American history. It's not crazy. And the fact that people are going hysterical about just the suggestion of that, us, what's our superpower? We're alive and we notice things. That's our superpower on the show. We're alive and we just pay attention. None of this seems organic. All of it seems fake. And then you hearken back to the year 2019 when a man named George Soros happened to buy all of Taylor Swift's albums. So George Soros funded the purchase of Taylor Swift's entire catalog. How would you blackmail Taylor Swift? Well, you can't do it with money. She's got a lot of it. You can't do it with private jets. She's got plenty of those. So how would you fund, how would you get leverage over Taylor Swift? Well, you buy her music. That's obviously something that is quite heartfelt to her. Okay, even if, you know, trying to be complimentary to Taylor Swift, apparently she writes her own music. Songs are deeply personal. And George Soros went and bought that and created like this really strange environment where he owns Taylor Swift. I mean, like, not metaphorically, literally. This so bothered Taylor that she gave a speech about it. Watch. I had the chance to purchase my music outright. My entire catalog was sold to Scooter Braun's Ithaca Holdings in a deal that I'm told was funded by the Soros family, 23 Capital, and the Carlisle Group. So she's out making public statements against George Soros? That was 2019. Then suddenly, in the year 2020 election, she comes out as a raving, raging super liberal? Well, that seems strange, the timing. Just a guy who happens to notice things. She's baking cookies for Biden? Really? By the way, this is a person who has been was totally politically amorphous up to this point. I'm not saying she was Republican. I'm not saying she was a liberal. I'm just saying like she wasn't talking about it because she's a smart she was a smart celebrity who decided that this would be bad for business, and it is, kind of. But when the entire regime then runs a propaganda op for you in order to sell your tour, in order to make you more famous, orchestrates obviously your boyfriend, Mr. Pfizer and Bud Light to win the Super Bowl. You get proposed to live on TV in front of 100 million people watching. That then turns you into the biggest celebrity on earth. Who's the biggest celebrity on earth right now? Donald Trump. So then they manufacture the world's biggest celebrity instead of Trump. Now it's someone in their total control and capture. Is that what's happening here? Just wild theory. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it ages. Again, don't come for us. We're just, we're just humble, simple Americans who are alive and notice things. And that's what we're noticing right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all always on the lookout for good news for you. Here, since we did not have a show yesterday, and I'll talk to you about why, is our Monday, we'll call it today, Fun Day, Gun Day segment brought to you by Spikes Tactical. <laughs>
We got to change it to like fun day, gun day, maybe. And ladies and gentlemen, you'll notice these uh, beautiful, beautiful firearms behind me. The AR-15, the finest firearm potentially ever made. There's only one AR-15 that decorates and sits uh, at the ready in the Johnson family household. And that, of course, is the spectacular manufactured right here in the United States of America, Spikes Tactical AR-15, the, the protection mechanism of choice in the Johnson household because I'm an American. And well, it's my right. And ladies and gentlemen, that right is actually on the march. Shockingly so, uh, gun rights have expanded and exploded across America in like really wonderful ways. Check this out, South Carolina Senate, South Carolina, I mean, you'd assume, right? decided to vote on making the state the 28th constitutional carry state. Oh, hell yeah, into my veins. South Carolina Senate is expected to vote later this week on whether the Palmetto State will become the 28th constitutional carry state. Legislation House Bill 3594 uh, is a bit of legislation that effectively says the way the Constitution was written is that you have a right given to you by God to bear arms. That means you can carry your firearm and you have a right to hold that firearm without the government interfering in that right. It's sort of like the way the founders intended, right? These are bill of natural rights. Natural rights are rights that we are born with that don't come from government and it's actually government's job to protect them, not to infringe upon them. And that is why you hear people saying, well, like myself, every single gun law is an infringement because it is our natural right to carry and to protect ourselves. We'll uh, see this debate and then a vote before February 1st, and we'll keep you updated. There are 27 constitutional carry states, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Vermont. <laughs> that surprised me. Didn't expect to see that on the list. But there you go. Some of these, some of these things are actually so easy to see and so easy to call out that, well, the libs in Vermont kind of get it. Old school libs do understand the Constitution. Old school libs under like the the term liberal, what you would call a classical liberal or just like a liberal, the kind of person that's like, um, I don't agree with your right. I don't agree with what you're saying. I will defend to the death your right to say it. Old school libs love freedom of speech. They love the freedoms written down in the Constitution. They like our founding documents. It allows for them to sort of live free, which is what a left, which is what a liberal wants. A leftist is the exact opposite. They hate our constitution, they despise our freedoms, and they are fascistic in nature. It is important to make that differentiation. So what kind of liberal are you? Are you a leftist? Very different, ladies and gentlemen. Taylor Swift is a leftist, right? Taylor Swift is exactly what her masters tell her to be. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, we don't ever want to tell you what to say or how to say it. We certainly wouldn't want to use a cell phone company that would do uh, that either. That is why we use Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. When I say 
only, trust me, they're the only ones. They truly believe in free speech, and that's kind of important on your cellular device. And it's very important that you go about your life without funding the left if you can help it, okay? On occasion, you may have to buy a, I don't know, left-wing product, but you should do your best to not purchase Bud Light, go to Target, go to Starbucks. Come on, baby. Make sure that you are not using woke cell phone providers. Go to patreonmobile.com slash Benny or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT to get free activation today. The offer code Benny. That's patriotmobile.com slash Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, we have one heck of a week for you. Soon we will be joined by Don Jr. on uh, what will be a very fun uh, freewheeling live. We may also soon have some um, very special musical products for you. We saw that Ben Shapiro had a rap recently. It just so happens that we know some rappers in our area that are would be called MAGA rappers. Forgiato Blow is uh, the name of the artist that we really like and is a friend of the show. We happened to go to Forgiato's studio yesterday, and uh, this was us. We're coming for you, Ben Shapiro. That's all I can say right now. Oh, and that's not a Photoshop. That's a $100,000 golden Trump necklace. MAGA hat. <laughs> so we out ya. Again. Again. A preview of things to come. And we are uh, very excited about it. Just you wait. We got, so we got something. We got something cooking. Let us cook. Ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to help us in our cooking on this show, maybe we should start a cooking show. No, maybe not. I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. But if you wish to help us and if you wish to support us, please consider joining the Benny Brigade. The Benny Brigade is how you can help directly support our program by uh, supporting us in our journalism. We are here to speak the truth. We are here to not have corporate overlords pull the strings on this program. The Benny Brigade is the fastest growing and most powerful membership community online. It keeps our show free. We are deeply, deeply appreciative to the Brigaders. Many good things to come on that product, by the way, as we build it out. Subscribe today at BennyJohnson.com slash Brigade. You can get your free keychain sent directly to you when you subscribe. That keychain has the Salty Army tank on it. Who doesn't need some extra salt in their lives? Powered exclusively and made at the hands of American veterans. Shipped to you from right here in the United States of America. Sweet American leather. Crafted here by American craftsmen. Uh, in fact, the, the man who... Uh, uh, creates these uh, will be joining the show sometime later this week. So we look forward to that. Ladies and gentlemen, let us kick you, let us kick off uh, this week with our verse of the day, making sure that we keep our hearts and our minds in the right place. Leviticus 26. I love the old, the old Levitical, the old Levitical Old Testament. Let us go back to some ancient wisdom. I will give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I will remove harmful beasts from the land, and the sword shall not go through your land. We have some harmful beasts that I wish to see removed from this nation. I'm not going to name them, but yeah, I can think of some people I'd like to send on a one-way ticket to North Korea, Cuba, what have you. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, let us remember that this is God's promise to us. He'll give us peace in this land. Isn't that what we wish for? Peace in our land. Peace in our time. To lie down and not be afraid, ladies and gentlemen. God is more powerful than these demonic beasts that roam about with greater and greater impunity in this nation. We wish to put an end to that, ladies and gentlemen. And through the power of God, we will. And that's what we're here for. I'm here to fight alongside of you. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.